Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Thursday morning, breakfast with Patton Hills. Patty on assignment. We'll be back tomorrow. Theory. <coughs> sorry about that. Theory Maybe is. He sorry. might be working for the World Surfing League by he then. He might be, yeah. Uh, down to Cooley to wait for them, the arrivals after the Aussies. Big wins at Margaret River yesterday. First Aussie male in 33 years winning yesterday. Jack Robinson and Isla Bella Nichols winning the Margaret River Pro Am for the, for the women. And that secured her ticket card, whatever they call it in surfing, to continue for the rest of the year. Ranking in the top 20. Ranking in the top 20, yeah. So she continues on. So Patty is uh, wandering around there, having all sorts of fun <laughs> doing that. Now, Steve Mitchell, I'm hoping to speak to this morning. We're trying to ring him during the news, but uh, no answers at the moment from Steve. So he may well be assleep at the moment, Steve, but hopefully. I don't think so. There's a bit uh, going on down there. There is a little bit Parkwood. going on there. Um, and coaches in AFL, always under the pump heels. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there's speculation at it. There's always speculation around about Stuart Jews' position at the Gold Coast Suns. It's always seems to be under the pump. There's a couple of loose cannons floating around the AFL coaching ranks and ex-coaching ranks, yes. aren't there? Alistair Clarkson has been linked with eight clubs Nathan now. Buckley's Nathan there. Nathan Buckley. I don't know where the Bucks will get back in. I'm not an expert on that, but uh, Stuart Jew. Even though they haven't had as many wins, obviously, as they'd like the Suns, I reckon they're playing better this year than they were last year. But the bottom line is is the wins, isn't it? Well, sort of. You need to you need to have a style. You need to be able to generate effort out of every player, and and then admit that you haven't got the right players. That's not the coach's fault necessarily, but they are missing some big injuries. And he, oh, yeah. he's had Raoul well, out King's one year, one, isn't it? and yeah. Max King, yeah. the big tall forward, yeah. uh, out this year. So he's had some big things going on. So he's going to ha- he must have to demonstrate promise. A continual promise and effort from his team to the board or those decision makers. He, he sort of got the support for the rest of the year yeah, yesterday. That's what they said yesterday. But all of a sudden, he's in press conferences today. Absolutely. And the speculation once again mounting, he's had to answer that question again about his future and the pressure upon him, his Stuart Jew. It's, it's always there and it, it doesn't go away. Um, it fluctuates. So I guess in that way, I'm. It's not like a surprise for me. Therefore, if I know something's going to be there, I'm, I'm well prepared to, to concentrate on what I need to concentrate on. So, you know, the, the more noise um, does not affect the way I approach coming into work, trying to influence players, influence the team. You never hear a bad word said about him, Stuart Jew. And, but you hear some bad words said about the Suns and their performances. Now, he's responsible for that. So, yeah, it's a very interesting maze down there at 
at Gold Coast. I thought he answered the you know the speculation pretty well there. Yeah, that's the right way to be thinking definitely yeah. and yeah. and acting and performing your job. Yeah. Uh, now can you get the team going? Having said that, he's most probably had plenty of practice at answering that sort of question yeah. over the last couple of years because yep. he would be the the one coach that's been under the most pressure um, over the last couple of years that is still in his job, still there, Stuart Jew, and the Gold Coast is still down the bottom of the table, but I think they are showing a little bit more promise. One club that's not showing a huge amount of promise at the moment is Frio because they've got <sighs> six players now, Heels, six players out of their side that have got yeah. COVID. Playing well too. They're a top team. West Coast have got 21 players, not yeah. just COVID, but with injuries as well. 21, and they're playing Brisbane, of course, here in Brisbane. It's going to be a case of, right, if you want to play for the Eagles, get to the airport. This is the time the plane's leaving. Bring your PCR test results. Yes, and your boots. We'll have your shorts, shock, socks, and jersey, but bring your boots, um, and you've got a trip to Brisbane for the week. Get weekend. a hungry Jacks yeah. voucher. 21, <laughs> 21 players. That is the gro- that's the biggest test in football so far. Whether they'd I ever. Steve Mitchell well, ringing my mobile. You can Whether they'd ever uh, have a uh, forfeit. Um, you, 21, and it's so good to hear. We haven't heard it for maybe 20 years that that they're facing a terrifying trip to Brisbane. And certainly the Brisbane Lions have have made the Gabba their own and they're playing extremely well, whether it's in the daytime or nighttime, at the Gabba. Uh, so th- that's something that the West Coast pr- probably will be looking forward to, the challenge of, but uh, we'll see how they go. It was um, Steve. Yeah, Steve, have you got him on the studio line now? No, Brixie's about to ring in. Okay, and, and well, Cuzzy Bro's come in with a happy birthday uh, cheer for uh, the oldest living wallaby. Um, it, it's Eric Tweedale, born in 1921. He's aged 101. He was a prop and played 10 tests for the Wallabies, uh, 46 to 49. So good on you, Cuzzy Bro. And Eric, happy birthday, mate. That is brilliant. Uh, punch on. Well done. Happy birthday, 101. Great effort. Steve Mitchell from the Gold Coast Titans is joining us now, the CEO. We finally got him. Morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, morning. I'm really good, boys. How are you? Good. The the marvels of live radio. As soon as I saw on the phone there, I had to excuse myself off the program to go and answer because we wanted to have a chat with you today. A couple of reasons. Um, First of all, we should talk about... um, uh, the press release you put out yesterday, and we'll talk about David Fafita as well, but you're going to restructure your whole um, female side of rugby league with a, a full-time director of female rugby league for the Gold Coast Titans to look after rugby league on the Gold Coast, which is a, a terrific initiative and a, a sign, I think, Steve, is where the women's game is moving to. Yeah, I think it's inevitable, Mark. And, and just watching what was... Um, I was really lucky this year to be, um, you know, involved from the, in a business case build up, and then through putting the program together, bringing the roster in, roster and bringing the coaching staff, and then, you know, attending a lot of the cultural work, uh, performance training, and then on the road with the preseason, then on the road. And um, one, one of the comments I could take away was the coaching staff were, were you know, a lot of hard work, but they were working hard. They were working full time jobs outside of. That side of coaching, they're running families and are doing what we all do in a busy life and trying to actually engage 24 athletes, give them a really good coaching experience, connect with them, granular feedback, and then run in each week and you know jump on the road and fly away and play. And it was, um, in my mind, I don't think we were, in, you know, we were investing in the in the game uh, in, um, in, in properly. And uh, I was lucky enough to actually put a recommendation up to the the owners and the board to say. We need to go full-time in this across the year. We need a director of females rugby league. The game in the female space is exploding, particularly on the Gold Coast. We've got 
over 600 girls in our schoolgirls competition now. Um, right some of the best talent. Yeah, some of the best talent you'll see in the country as well, in Burley, Tweed, South Logan, um, <laughs> as they feed up. So we were lucky enough to, um, and through, um, you know, just through knowing her and just through, you know, chatting through, we were lucky, lucky enough to secure Karen Murphy. And Karen, <laughs> oh, she's, been, she's an icon of the female game. She's probably one of the best female ba- uh, halfbacks that's ever played the game. But beyond that, she's just an extraordinary person. And she will now drive the development of the female game on the Gold Coast from our schools, programs, pathways, academies, all of our schools of excellence right through the NRLW, uh, take that through its, uh, the NRLW score through its season. The response has been extraordinary. So you know, you know, we're very excited about it. We see, uh, we see the Gold Coast. We really have an objective to turn the Gold Coast because of the catching area, the activity of the sport and the size of the female participation piece on the Gold Coast. We think we can be best in class globally in, in female, female rugby league, but we need to invest. And to your point... I think other clubs will probably follow the same resource instruction moving forward in order to do it really well. Yeah, but it's going to be bad for society, mate, if you keep stealing police people off the streets. Well, she works for the NRL in integrity. <laughs> how, how she's got a great <laughs> skill set to do the job you're talking about. Yeah, she really does. And um, so the pedigree, you know, she's a jewellery's captain for years. Um, she's still so passionate about the sport. If I was um, to walk around grassroots on the weekend, you'll see a Karamba and a South Slogan. She's just yeah. basically very, very invested in the spice. Yeah, it's her love, you know, and, and still an assistant for the Jewelleries and assistant coach for Queensland. But then has that extraordinary uh, policing and integrity um, uh, background as well, which just speaks to the character of the lady, how, how hard she works and the, and the situations that she can tackle. You know, she's um, obviously a person of high levels of mental resilience and uh, compassion. And, but, uh, you know, she calls a spade a spade in a very humble way. So, uh, she'll make an she'll make a wonderful uh, you know addition to our executive side I think as well for the business in totality. Yeah, definitely. Steve, take us back to something you said there about you know with the co- the part time coaching staff uh, wanting to provide granular feedback. What what does that mean? Re- real day to day performance yeah. feedback to every athlete. Yeah, so well, weekly at least after review. Um, what you'll find uh, it's interesting. Female athletes are very. Uh, what I'm noticing uh, with the different types between the genders, female athletes um, really uh, crave uh, feedback, which is actually structured and, and, and can actually tell you to the point exactly what a coach is looking for in regard to improvement in a certain play or skill set or application. So with these guys, we've got, we've got 24 in the squad, and they brought, we know we play 18 and we change on the weekend and we'd have another 18 and we'd come back. They'd land, we'd do recovery on the Monday night and we'd go back into training on a Tuesday night and Thursday night, the weights and field, and then run into another game. The ability for the three coaching staff to actually literally sit and pull down video, pull down uh, stat- statistical data, uh, and actually give each of the players uh, a thorough review walking into the next week was all but impossible because the guys yeah. are all working full jobs elsewhere. they got to get home and they manage you know, families as well. So it, they, it, it, we just... We aren't. We, we just weren't investing enough in them. And you talk to the full-time coaches that actually that are in either the QRL and the rep- representative coaches. They've got time during the day to sit down, and they'll they'll you know they'll have a look at and um, Ivania Politi, for instance, our, our fullback, and they'll be able to do video work on her, put a package together, review a game for the weekend, talk about the game that's coming this weekend, and what they what they wanted to do and how she's going. And you just don't have the bandwidth to do that with 24 athletes if you're trying to do other full-time jobs and you're committed to normal, busy busy life. Our coaching staff did an extraordinary job this year getting us through the semi-finals, but 
it was an enormous exercise to try and you know do it well. So it, yep. we need to be full time. Steve, I suppose the next question hmm. on that: you need to be full time. So when did the players become full time? That's a great question. I, I think um, for the viewing audiences this year, and I'm, I'm only making assumptions with a commercial hat on, uh, viewing audiences this year were just quite extraordinary, um, which means that there's um, a big audience there, uh, so we can start to talk broadcast and see what see what means uh, from our broadcast deal. And the commercialisation of the teams as well is strengthening, um, because we've got so many great, like you know, Steph Hancock in our side, you know, returned as a 40-year-old and you know, played for Australia for... Well, over a decade, returned after two years and was a bit of a spiritual leader on the field. She was equal try scorer in our team up to, I think, round four. Um, and I think she scored that many tries in her entire career. Um, you know, and, <laughs> Mate, uh, she would be a nightmare <laughs> 10 metres out or five metres out. <laughs> dummy half gives it to her and everyone, the opposition must go, oh, here she comes again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she was, you know, like, we were going through that. So she's front. Front page of the Gold Coast board, back page of the Gold Coast board, and so and our guys are a page in, which is really quite profound. But that means um, brands not only do they support it philanthropically, but they get re- they get really they get genuine commercial return in regard to brand endearment and you know connecting with consumer sets. So our ability to commercialise uh, both non-broadcast revenue, I think, is getting stronger and stronger. I would think that we might have someone who can pick up a paycheck of eighty to eighty to hundred grand potentially before. Maybe even 23 or 24, so it's it's not far away. And I think then it'll be a bit like the men's game. It'll be a migration across where you have, uh, you know, have a group of full timers, and then you have some, you know, semi semi professionals, and and they'll transition across from there. But um, the first of the full time pay guys, I don't think are far away at all. Mate. I think no. uh, within 24 months, I think. Yeah. yeah. Now, Karen, I mm. guess starts to work on. Has she got much recruitment and retention to do for this second season? That's not far away. <coughs> Yeah, we're right in the middle of that now. So we're just uh, we're our, our, most of our most of our guys. Um, there's a bit of growth, obviously. This year, the cows have got a, a team coming in. So we had four North Queensland girls down here this year. They're they're keen to come back this year. They were great, Jasmine Peters, Shania Power, Lauren, uh, Lauren Moss, and, uh, and Rihanna Clark. Uh, they were really good for us. But uh, I think one of them might want to stay. But long term, those girls will go back to, to right play on. for the cows next year with expansion if the cows get in they're wonderful people oh, and, and they'll always be connected to the club you know with the with their time here but we're literally going through the composition of the squad now putting that together so we're deep in that um, and we've got um, we've got some real interest um, because of the year because of the where the where the club's at from other players from other clubs so we're just trying to balance out what it might look like but it's a it's a super exciting time I don't know if Karen slept for two weeks but um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's very excited, and um, we just we actually meet this afternoon to, to work through the composition of the squad. So we're right in the middle of that. Hopefully, within the next ten days, we'll have we'll know ninety percent of what it looks like and who's locked in. So yeah, it's good. Great, great stuff from the women to the men, mate. Your reaction when you picked up the Courier Mail yesterday? Back page: Wayne Bennett's plans to lure for feature to Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there's a you know there's a lot of chat about uh, obviously Wayne and, and the Dolphins, um, and then David. You know, so David, unfortunately, at the moment's got to be as strain his knee, be off the off the paddock for four weeks. Um, he's um, David's a great a great kid. Well, he's not a kid, but he's a great young man. Um, you know, we we love having him here. He's bought a house down here. Um, he's active. He's actively involved with Justin. Um, and you know, he's got he he would be the first to say he's got some. He's got some, you know, some games ahead of him. Um, it's so too with the coaching staff, but uh, he's here with us until until the back end of next year. So there's a lot of water 
to run under that bridge at the moment. And, you know, speculation with Wayne is not unusual with a lot of other uh, top-line athletes as it was with Tino. So um, you just keep marching on, mate. Make sure we're doing a good job and stay connected with the with the player and uh, get him back on the paddock and, and, and uh, win some games, more importantly. Yeah, well, I mean, the effort seems to be there. Um, and the cohesion coming a little bit, coming on a, a bit in attack and defence? Yeah. yeah, I think it's sort of the game against the Panthers, the, the defensive effort, just the, the effort on the field and the cohesion, probably to your point, was uh, was far greater in those games early in the season when we come up against some big brands. And we were, as opposed to last year, where we had three or four games where we, you know, we were losing by 40s. You know, um, This year, the margins are a lot tighter uh, you're starting to see uh, the team's looking better. We need to convert more. We need to convert more of those into wins. Uh, but we've also got, and it, it, you, know, you got Toby, you know, uh, you know, we did run with a yep. very, very young spine, and that's that that to a degree from injury is. So we had AJ, AJ Toby and JC sitting in the back, and those guys um, literally by the time AJ picked up his rib cartilage injuries, they played about two games together. So, so we we need to think through that. Will Smith made a fabulous. Um, you know, as we mm. transition, Will's done a great job at six. AJ, he's an amazing to watch AJ come out of the back and just push that team up like last week. Yeah, um, but will he stay there? Hey, can, you, can you keep him there, though, or is he going to have to come back to six? Well, he's happy, he's happy in both areas. Um, and he, he, he's, um, he's been training at six and, and really enjoys six. So as we transition across, we're lucky we've got a player who's quite dexterous, you know, can can move as we as we you know, get, some, get some time into Toby. You know, Toby's... Toby's a young half, a very prodigious um, footballer, great, great character. But he's also um, been in a position where he's, you know, he, he's only played, I think, a dozen first grade games. So, for, to get him up to 20, 25, 30 games, we've got a journey in front of us. So, um, we're just going to hang in there, um, help help with some senior players around him as we transition and and um, and convert those key moments. Mm-hmm. You know, pull pull those. Um, Pull those six and four point losses across to you know six and four point wins, and mm-hmm. that's our, that's our, the next phase. Uh, and the, the season's got seventeen rounds in it, so we need to convert soon. So there's no doubt there's there's, um, there's a bit of pressure being applied, but there's a lot of work being done, and it's a bit of a transitional year for us. Mate, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for getting back to us. It was great to have you on, and uh, no doubt we'll speak again soon. Good luck, Steve. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Hills. Good man. Cheers. Good on you, mate. Steve Mitchell, the CEO of the Gold Coast Titans, with the announcement that Karen Murphy is going to become the club's director of female rugby league. Assistant coach Matty Guy is going to be her assistant coach as well. Um, and yeah, the pressure on the men's team to now start performing as well. 22 past seven. This is Breakfast with Pat and Hills. Pat on assignment, Mark Braybrook, but Patty will be back tomorrow. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.